Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Bracing for Elsa. I didn't anticipate a storm this early in the season. We've got to get this tightened up. Condo crews expand their grim search. We've definitely been able to uh, now have access to all the grids. New surge in Afghanistan. Taliban fighters have been taking over bases. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, millions are threatened by the force of Tropical Storm Elsa now churning off the southwest coast of Florida. It could make landfall along the state's Gulf Coast tomorrow. CBS's Omar Villafranca is on Sanibel Island. Elsa's wind started hammering the keys hours before the brunt of the storm even got close. About 100 miles north on Sanibel Island, we found beachgoers already packing up as the potential for 50-mile-per-hour winds, flooding, and even tornadoes threatened to cut some vacation short. It may hamper our plans. We were here since last Thursday, so we may head home a day or two early. Further up the coast in Tampa Bay, people are filling up sandbags and stocking up on water bottles. We're used to preparing, and that's something that that message that we send out over and over and over is prepare to be on your own for at least 48 hours. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Berardelli is tracking Elsa. It's moving north-northwest, so once it gets over this really warm water, it could strengthen. It'll make landfall probably late tonight, early tomorrow morning, probably just north of the Tampa Bay area around Cedar Key, and there's a chance it could become a Cat 1 hurricane. Then after that, it moves up along the Carolina coast as we head into Thursday. The approaching storm was a concern in Surfside, Florida. CBS's Peter King tells us it accelerated the effort to bring down what was left of the condo complex that collapsed. With the rest of the building now brought down, a major obstacle is out of the way. A series of columns. They were supporting uh, the actual building. Miami-Dade Fire Chief Alan Kaminsky says they were a constant source of worry and danger. We did have a shift in a column. Something that could have brought down the rest of the building on top of the search teams and the people they were trying to find. Kaminsky says they now have access to a wider area with less risk. 28 bodies have been found so far. 117 are unaccounted for. Health officials are worried the Delta COVID-19 variant could sicken unvaccinated people who gathered for the 4th of July holiday. 
Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. It's 40 to 60% more transmissible, with indications it may cause more serious disease. It now makes up more than a quarter of all cases nationwide. All this travel this weekend mixes people up, so it will be introduced everywhere. Dr. William Schaffner is an infectious disease expert at Vanderbilt. We may indeed see cases start to go up again, along with hospitalizations, and then down the road, once again, deaths. Yesterday, California announced the Delta variant is now the dominant strain in the state. In places like Arkansas, Wyoming, and Nevada, where full vaccination rates are below 50%, cases are once again spiking. As companies get back to business after the 4th, some could find they've been caught up in the latest cyber attack, one of the world's largest to date. The ransomware blamed on a Russia-linked criminal gang hit Kaseya, a software company that handles network management for hundreds of firms around the globe. The company's CEO, Fred Vacolo, says the demand is for $70 million. They can do this kind of activity because of the anonymous currency that exists. That's tough, man. You say, hey, wire you know, $100,000 to my Chase account. FBI is going to get you. You say, put this in my wallet, in my crypto wallet. You're kind of walking free. Now to Afghanistan, where CBS's Charlie Daggett reports the withdrawal of U.S. forces in some places has led to a string of setbacks for Afghan troops as Taliban fighters go on the offensive. Heavy fighting has broken out across northern provinces as Afghan government forces combine with local militias to take on Taliban militants across several fronts. More than a 1,000 Afghan soldiers abandoned their posts and fled into neighboring Tajikistan, in the words of Tajik government officials, to save their own lives. The surge in Taliban violence has accelerated since the U.S. drawdown began. Military officials won't confirm how many American soldiers are left, but hundreds may have to stay on in Afghanistan as a residual force to protect the U.S. embassy and the airport. A spreading brush fire now threatens 200 homes in Cheney, Washington. Martha Grimmett lives there and is worried about the conditions. Horrifying because the wind is blowing and it's blowing towards us. Arizona's Coconino National Forest reopens today. A wildfire forced it to close over the holiday. In Great Britain, COVID infections are rising, but restrictions will be removed soon. The prime minister says the country will have to learn to live with the virus. Boris Johnson admits his decision to lift almost all COVID restrictions July 19th is a gamble. But if that didn't happen now, with the summer weather and school holidays on their side... Then we must ask ourselves, when will we be able to return to normal. That return to normal expected to result in as many as 100,000 new infections a day. But the hope is that the vaccines have cut the link between infection and death. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. In Russia, a plane with 28 on board is missing in the country's Far East region. Search helicopters trace the flight path and debris that could be from the aircraft has been found. Today, Israel failed to renew a law that bars granting citizenship or residency to Palestinians from the West Bank and Gaza who are married to Israeli citizens. Wearing the red, white, and blue for Team USA in Tokyo. Bruce Springsteen's daughter, Jessica. She's made the equestrian show jumping team. She missed out in 2016 and was an alternate in the 2012 games. Well, there's sadness in the National Hockey League after the death of Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender Matisse Kivlenix. He died in a 4th of July fireworks accident in Michigan. Brady Ferner is a former minor league teammate. I think 
Just life's fragile. It just puts everything back into perspective. Kivlenix was 24 years old. And film director Richard Donner has died. He turned Christopher Reeve into Superman in 1978. Easy, miss. I've got you. you. You've got me? Who's got you? The Lethal Weapon franchise and the Goonies are among his credits. His production company had a role in hits like Deadpool and the X-Men movies. Richard Donner was 91. A move first announced over the winter took place yesterday, as we hear from CBS's Steve Futterman. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, who started the company in his Seattle garage, then turned it into a worldwide giant, is stepping down as CEO. He will stay on as executive chair and remains the largest stockholder. Author Brad Stone says it's hard to underestimate Bezos's impact. The company has changed how we shop, how we read how we talk to computers uh, with Alexa. Forbes calls Bezos the richest man in the world, and later this month he is set to fulfill a childhood dream, traveling into space on his own spacecraft. Tonight is game one of the NBA Finals. The Phoenix Suns will host the Milwaukee Bucks, and last night the Montreal Canadiens stayed alive in the battle for hockey's Stanley Cup with a 3-2 overtime win over Tampa Bay to force a game five with the defending champion Lightning. That's the roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist— Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. 
Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books.